welcome back to the Chronicles of a Happy Camper. I'm Amy Camp, and I'm excited to share with you some more of my experiences on this eventful journey called life. And today's episode 11 is entitled, Remember. That word, remember, I was contemplating that word. I was thinking about a time when I was in a play, and this play was really meaningful. And in order to have it be the most, it come across in the most useful way and the most uh, engaging way. One of our directors had brought us together right before we went on stage and he asked us if we would come up with a word, a word that we would all say to unify us before we went on stage. And he said, you know, it's the opening night, so I, I would like to come up with the word. And he says, you know, I, I there's a really profound, pro- um, important, wise a leader that had given a speech once and in this talk, if you will, he said there's one of the most important words that you'll ever have, you'll ever know in your life. And do you know what that word is? And people would say, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be this or that. And they, he's, he asked us, he wanted us as a group to come up with this, one, of, one of these words. And before, before doing so, he said, you know, the word could be love or peace or faith or persistence or endurance or unity, right? But instead, he says, I'll tell you what that most important word is. It's remember. And the stage director had said, you know, I want us to be able to recall and remember all that we've practiced and rehearsed and prepared ourselves for, right? To do our very best in this performances that we've rehearsed so long. But there's something about the remembering, about things that are most important in our life that we tend to forget sometimes the most important things. And when you're on stage and you're going through a a production, it's really important to remember all the dialogue because then if they miss bits and pieces of it, then everybody's kind of lost, right? So there's that particular responsibility from each actor or performer to be able to remember or recall their part in, in that process. <laughs> and I, I was also led to recall and remember an experience when I was in another singing competition. It was a, a Dixie's Got Talent performance, and I was one of the finalists, and I really wanted to do well. You know, I, I'd rehearsed and practiced and done everything I could to be prepared for this competition, and, and I really wanted to place, you know. So Unfortunately, I was asked to be the last performer by the particular individual that had done the lineup for those that were involved in the competition. And he pulled me aside and said, I know you're so good. You've, you've, you've performed so much, Amy, and, and I know that you'll be fine being this last number. And it'll be like the, the exclamation point from the night. And I'm, I know that you'll do well with this time this time slot that I've given you for this performance. And I was kind of mad. <laughs> I was like, seriously, right now? No, I don't be the very last person. But anyway, I, you know, I had no say in it. So carried on. And the performances went through the night, went through the night. And I was like two hours, two and a half hours later, finally, there's different performers and other people that were honored and performed in, in, in whatever capacity. And then it's me. <laughs> and they say, okay, and now for our final contestant, Amy Camp. And I go to the front of the stage and there's thousands of people out in the audience and the lights are dark and I'm standing there and all of a sudden the light shines on me, the spotlight, and my mind goes blank. <laughs> I was like, what? Help me. And the music starts to play. And, you know, I've re- practiced and rehearsed 
for days and hours making sure I could get this song just so, right, and have it have it come across the way I wanted it to be in sound. And my goodness, if I wasn't just saying a prayer from my heart, please, please, Heavenly Father, help me remember these words. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the bit comes where I'm supposed to sing, and I open my mouth, and I just start singing. <laughs> I'm so thankful that I was able to remember the lyrics. I think stress does that to us in our life, right? We have these times when this word How does it affect us when we don't remember, when we don't remember our purpose or what what we were going for? Why did we go to the store? Oh, I can't remember. Golly, and you get home and you're, oh, golly, it was that. Gee, you know, or you have something that's really important that you get done or not forget or um, a deadline or a password, a passcode or something that worked that's so important that you remember that. And if you don't write it down, Wow, you're in trouble, man. You know, is that your your memory locks itself in the john, right? <laughs> so that that the very importance of this word remember. I, I I had taken a minute or two to reflect on that. Where would we be in our life without remembering, right? Even our do you ever think I don't remember my childhood? I don't remember an incident when somebody says, hey, you remember when we did this or this? It was so fun. Everybody's having a good time recalling. But you're like, gee, it's, it's, it slipped my mind. I don't remember that. You know, like, dang it. I want to remember. But the great thing that we live in technology nowadays is that we can pull up a picture and sometimes a video, if those aren't that old, or watch yourself or have somebody recall something and all of a sudden it triggers something. Oh, that's right. I recall that. I remember doing that. And so those moments of of not of remembering and not forgetting um, something really important makes us feel like not, we're not losing it, right? Um, so why is it so important to remember and not have this forgetfulness? And I think the most important thing that we can remember at all about our existence and who we are and our identity in this world is to remember that in very, very important concept of remembering who we are. I was watching the Disney film, The Lion King, last week. Just I like to pop in those movies and they're just kind of entertaining. And sometimes they're in the background when I'm running through the house or, you know, cleaning or um, doing different things, getting ready for the day, having breakfast. I'll just pop in, you know, one of these shows, because it, it reminds me of when my children were sweet and innocent and young, or when I was younger, and I sing along to the delightful songs, and the messages are quite powerful at times, you know, and I, I found myself feeling this nostalgic way about The Lion King, and so I, I just want to go back over the plot of The Lion King and what this has to do with the, the word remember. So, so we're, as we recall in the movie and the play, The Lion King, Simba is this loved and happy, very young lion cub, just young and impressionable, but he looks very much to his father, who's this majestic man, this not man, but this majestic lion leader, you know, king of the, the tundra. And he is just so impressionable, but he's told by his father certain rules, right? Certain things he should or shouldn't do. Don't go down there. You'll get hurt. Don't do this or that. And don't let me find out because you're going to be in trouble, right? How many times have we done that? And we will we'll say, yeah, I, I, I'm I, sorry, Dad. I, I, I didn't. I forgot. And I know you told me not to do that, but I was so curious. Or I wanted this or that. So Simba was that curious cub 
but he he wasn't as though he didn't didn't remember he was being devious and but he's he's lured down and he eventually i won't go through the whole story but he does witness unfortunately the death of his father by his uncle scar who wants to take over the kingdom and he believes as this young impressionable cub that's told by scar you know what you killed him you better run away and so he witnesses this tragic death of his father and he believes that it was he was the cause and he basically chooses to follow what Scar tells him. And he runs away, far, far away. And he flees. He flees the situation in, in shame. And he hides because he feels, you know, guilt. And he's devastated. He's lost his beloved father. And he chooses to escape his responsibility and to forget who he was supposed to be. And, you know, he feels unworthy. So Simba becomes then a, a very carefree young man that doesn't seem to be worried about anything. He doesn't. He doesn't worry about much. He has these friends and they're all kind of like, you know, waifs and and carefree and, and it, no responsibilities in life. He, but yet he's, he begins to grow up and as a young man. And he, uh, Rafiki, the wise baboon, from his childhood, he, he comes upon him in the in the wild. He's, he's a young man now. And he tries to, Rafiki tells Simba that he doesn't need you know, to, to be sad. He's like, come back. What, what, what happened? And he's like, you don't need to be sad. He's, he's like, well, I, you know, I miss my father, but I, I just, I don't, I didn't want to remember things. And he, he says, well, you don't need to be sad. Come over here and look in the water. He's right here. You know, he's not that far. And he's like, what? You mean my father? What do you mean my father? And he goes over to the water. What he does, he looks into the water and he says, he's right there. And he says, well, that's just my reflection. Come on. And Rafiki rebuttals. And he says, Simba, no. Look harder. You see, he lives in you. He lives in you. His father then appears to him in spirit and in the sky, and he warns him, You have forgotten me, Simba, who you have forgotten who you are. Look inside yourself. You are more than what you've become. You are more, and you must return and take your place in the circle of life. Of course, this alerts Simba, and he replies, but Father, how can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. And Mufasa echoes over and over to Simba, but remember, remember, remember who you are, Simba. And Simba then is awakened through this experience that he hears his father's voice, and he chooses to to be inspired and to accept his destiny. He confides in Rafiki, though, though this, this baboon, and he tells him, you know, it's not easy for me. I know what I have to do, but going back means that I have to face my past. I've been running from it for so long. The wise baboon asks, well, then where, what will you choose to do? Where will you choose to go? And Simba cries, I'm going back. And he turns courageously and he faces his past. So, so many lessons in that story, you know? I mean, basically, I think we can all, you know, take our place in, in our own way in, in our circle of life, our life, if we choose to. And we can really remember who we are and become who we're supposed to be. And remembering is so important, you know? And I think it's 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 key and essential to our own individual happiness and joy and the ability to be happy campers, you know, and to progress and that we can rediscover and realize and accept our true, our true identities in this life. And 
these are why this I think this is why that word and that talk and that message was so important that we remember who we are and remember our worth, remember who we are identify who we identify ourselves as. Uh, in the second show, um, this Lion King Two, Simba's Pride, there's an amazing song, and I like the version of the song done by Tina Turner. He lives in you. Night and the spirit of life calling Mamela. Wait, there's no mountain too great. Hear the words and have faith. Oh, have faith. He lives in you. He lives in me. He watches over everything we see into the water, into the truth. In your reflection, he lives in you. He lives in you. Well, it's an amazing song. If you don't have a chance, go look it up on YouTube, Tina Turner's version of He Lives in You from Simba's Pride. But there's an additional song I would like to conclude with about this whole concept today's, of today's uh, topic of remembering who you are. Uh, there's a, another Disney film, I believe it's yeah Disney, um, called Spirit. And it's about Mustang horses in the wild. And Brian Adams writes the lyrics and the music for Here I Am and for the other songs in this, this show, Spirit. And I want to sing Here I Am. It's, all, it's also as powerful and it's important for us to know who, who we are and remember who we are so that we can find the most joy being here. Here I am, this is me, there's nowhere else on earth I'd rather be. Here I am, it's just me and you, tonight we make our dreams come true. It's a new world, it's a new start, I'm alive with the beating of a young heart. It's a new day. And a new plan, I've been waiting for this. Here I am, here I am, I've just begun. And after all this time, my time has come, yeah. Here I am, still going strong, right here in the place where I belong. Oh, it's a new world. It's a new start. I'm alive with the beating of a young heart. It's a new day and a new plan. I've been waiting for this. Here I am. Yeah, here I am. Right next to you. And suddenly the world is all brand new. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. This is me. And Brian Adams just slays it on that song too. I'm telling you. There's a feeling behind these words and these music. And I feel it when I sing it. It's awesome. And I'm grateful to have this opportunity to share some thoughts with you. Especially about remembering. And I hope that you'll go off and think about the word remember. 
And what you you probably need to remember about yourself, as well as the reflections that I've learned, and I hope that I've been able to inspire you in some way today. But you know, until next time, I want you to go off and get busy living and go be the first rate you boo. Tote cease. <laughs>